0: And it grew quieter. The hill was a natural feature of the landscape, but there was a queer sort of design to the top of it. It even had a name Todd's Mound, though no one knew who Todd was or why his name should have been associated with the place. The man had discovered from all his reading and researches that it had first been adapted to human use many centuries ago, long before it became Todd's Mound. He knew that ancient people had chosen the hilltop as a secure site from which to overlook the surrounding country. They had strengthened the grassy ramparts and excavated a kind of ditch which ran almost the whole way round the base of the hill, before laying paths and constructing simple places to live and work. At some point these people had abandoned the hilltop. Perhaps they were overrun by their enemies, perhaps it was difficult to obtain water from such chalky soil, or the lowlands below became a more attractive prospect. Whatever the reason, they were long gone and forgotten. But until that point, they had lived here in large numbers, and died here too. That was what interested the man, those who had died on this fortified summit he walked the length of the plateau, several hundred yards. There were no trees, only shrubs and brambles. At points around the grassy rim there were small dips, even clefts, and the man was making for one of these on the southeastern corner. Once he stopped and looked behind him, convinced that he was being followed, he was startled to see a deer shoot across an exposed area between clumps of undergrowth. A flash of brown and the white tuft of the tail showing up in the gloom. Rebuking himself for nerves, he resumed his course. When he reached the cleft at the far edge, he saw the town in the distance and the cathedral spire against the smoky clouds. He didn't spend time on the view, which was familiar to him. The man paused to readjust his bag once more, Knowing that the going would become tricky from now on because of the fall of the land on this aspect of the hill. This was why he had approached the spot via the hilltop, rather than making the scramble up from the eastern side. He swung through the cleft, which was like a natural gateway into the plateau, and moved slantwise down the slope, bracing himself with his right leg and keeping his arms out for balance. He reckoned that at some time there had been a slippage of land at this southeastern edge. There were areas where the grass was thin and the chalk showed through. In addition, the cleft or gateway through which he just passed had the appearance of having been an entrance, a kind of back entrance, perhaps, to the hilltop settlement, a function it could hardly have provided given the current lie of the land. There were trees on the slope, too, a few beeches. But mostly clusters of yew. The man was heading for a spot just above one of these clusters, perhaps a hundred feet or so below the top of the hill, and about the same number of yards to the left of the notch in the plateau. The point was marked by an uprooted beech tree, an old and diseased one brought down by a storm sometime in the spring of that year. The man was lucky on several counts. Lucky that this side of the hill was not used for grazing and was too steep for any other purpose, including a comfortable walk. Lucky that his researches had brought him to this general area of Todd's Mound. Lucky that what he was searching for had, until the springtime, been concealed by the beech tree. Not intentionally concealed, for the tree was of a much later date, but the great trunk and the arm-like roots clinging to the hillside had effectively hidden the few yards of ground around its base from the casual glance of a passer-by strolling either at the bottom or at the top of Todd's mound. This was his third expedition to the spot. The first had been discovery, the second had been for investigation and preparation, and now the third, the fruit of his labours the man with the bag on his shoulder reached the fallen beech tree jagged shards protruded from what remained of a base which had been half torn from the soil by the violence of the fall the great mass of the trunk and the crown with its outflung branches lay slant